What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fitness for Thought. Today, we will be covering the sauna and its many benefits. So I'm a huge proponent of the sauna. I know lately I've been seeing French has been using it a ton too. Um, I have been using it religiously like after every workout, unless I'm like crunched for time. But big fan. Uh, there's numerous benefits and a lot of a lot of times people I don't think understand really what it does. So we're just going to go through real quick um, some of the benefits. And yeah, French, you want to get started? Yes, sir. So obviously I think the reason most people use the sauna to begin with anyway is just because it feels good. And that's probably the number one reason I use it. I mean, the before I knew about the, you know, all the health benefits, it, unless it was like knowingly bad for me, it was probably still something that I was going to do if I had access to one just because feels good. I like the feeling of being able to sit in there in a hot, hot little box and just kind of sweat it out. But it's awesome that there are a lot of great health benefits. So we'll just get right into it. So the first one that I have written down is it benefits your immune system and it can help your immune health a lot. And I get a little uh, story I'll share at the end of this point. Um, so did a little research and, um, basically what sauna can do, like consistently, it can help increase your white blood cell count. So after you do sauna for just like, you know, regular, like 30 minute sessions, 15 minute session sessions. Um, so increased white blood cell count is obviously a big part of your immune health and your immune system. So that's great. It also can help increase like the, uh, quality of circulation of your blood so if your blood is circulating more efficiently and it's not getting like gunked up and it's not slow, um, that can help. Obviously, it's going to get nutrients like when you consume food, nutrients get into your blood and then your blood takes it throughout your whole body. So the faster that your blood's flowing through your body um, up to a certain point, at least the more you know nutrients your body's going to get efficiently through your bloodstream. So that's great news. And then. Also, when you're exposed to like high temperatures, such as the sauna, your body actually destroys more germs. This is actually why people get fevers when they get sick. So you get you don't you get sick and then your body responds by increasing its core body temperature because that's how it fights and destroys germs. But luckily, you don't have to get sick because of the sauna. You don't have to actually get sick to enact that. So that's why it kind of helps um, helps your immune system. So hopefully you do the sauna somewhat consistently, you're going to get sick less often. Now, I actually have a real, real-time story from this. Uh, I think it was, what was it, Thursday night and into Friday morning. I was not feeling so hot. So I have, um, for reference, I wear this thing called a whoop on my, on my arm. And it basically, it tracks like my strain and my sleep and my recovery. And one of the cool features about it that I like is it gives you like a percentage recovered. Like when you wake up in the morning, it processes your sleep, obviously zero to a hundred. You want to be higher than lower, obviously. And I woke up and it said my recovery was at 4%. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Which is obviously horrible. I've never gotten anything that low. Um, and I, I felt like it too. I felt, I felt pretty shitty. Um, in fact, it said, instead of it said, it said I slept for two hours and then I remember I woke up in the middle of the night because I was like coughing. And then it said I took a nap for like an hour and a half. So I wasn't even sleeping deeply enough to have it considered sleep. It thought I was just napping. So felt pretty terrible. Um, made it through the morning. And I was like, okay, 
I'm just going to try to kind of went on with my regular day. Obviously was not feeling very well. Was trying to just kind of pound water. Went to the store, got some, uh, got some like vitamin C mix, like emergency. So pounded some vitamin C, pounded some Pedialyte and a bunch of water just to kind of get my electrolytes back up. Um, kind of didn't really do much that day. Went to practice. So I ran, which I think actually helped because I sweat a good amount when I ran which probably helped flush out some of the toxins, so to say. And then later that night, I sat in the sauna for like 30 minutes. I was pretty tired that night, but I forced myself. I was like, okay, the sauna is probably going to help me feel like it's not going to hurt. So I just sat in there, felt pretty good. And then I woke up Saturday morning. I didn't feel great, but I felt a whole hell of a lot better. I think my whoop said my recovery was at like 69%, which still isn't the best, but way better than four. Now I'm not saying that the sauna just cured my, you know, day long illness, the flu, whatever I had, but I definitely think that um, I felt a little better than I would have if I hadn't been doing the sauna consistently. And if I hadn't have done it that night, so that's actually a really cool benefit. Like I think maybe if I hadn't been doing it at all and obviously just being like in good physical health in general is going to help you um, get sick less often for the most part. But I think doing the sauna pretty consistently helped me kind of, you know, maybe if I hadn't been doing that, I would have been sick for two or three days instead of just that quick one day flu. So that's that's a real life story there for you. Nolan, you got anything you want to add as far as immune health benefits? Yeah, so um, you you covered most of it. But uh, another thing that kind of influences that is uh, regular sauna use um, can regulate cortisol levels. So cortisol is naturally like an, uh, an anti-inflammatory, uh, obviously at too high of cortisol levels can be dangerous. Um, and that's kind of when, you know, a lot of times people, uh, get, you know, it's a stress hormone. So, um, that can cause them to, to have adverse reactions, but sauna use will actually help regulate that to the proper level. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me. Just like French said, um, that regular use is just going to reduce your likeliness of developing sickness. So like uh, one of the notes I have written down here says that regular sauna bathing leads to a 30% less chance of getting a cold or influenza. So yeah, definitely great for the immune system. Um, I just like French try to utilize it when I'm not feeling that great. Yeah, definitely awesome for immune health. Um the second one I have down is it definitely can help induce deeper sleep and just better sleep overall. So the big thing that's happening here is when, whether you use the sauna or not, your body's core temperature drops at night or when you're, when you're sleeping and really like when you're at your deepest sleep is when your body temperature is the lowest and it doesn't drop a crazy amount, you know, you most people probably know like a regular a regular quote unquote temperature for a human is 98.6 it may drop down to like 97 like a couple degrees nothing crazy but when you think about it it's a pretty drastic change so this is why you can't it's tough to sleep in like hot environments that's why people tell you like even in the winter like keep your bedroom cool because your core body temperature drops and you're able to get into a deeper sleep so why would the sauna help that if it's making you hot in the moment? Let me explain. So obviously 
your body's core temperature is probably going to rise a little bit when you're in the sauna. But then once you step out, your body's going to compensate for that and try to drop it a lot because it's really hot. It's trying to keep you in homeostasis. So it's going to try to drop that down, which is why it's kind of nice, especially if you want to use it like right before bed, um, you know, 30 minutes in the sauna and then going to bed within an hour or so of that is going to help drop that core body temperature and help you get to sleep faster and have deeper sleep. This is kind of the same reason why, you know, taking cold showers has become pretty popular like to do in the morning because conversely, obviously when you're in the cold shower, your body core temperature is dropping. And then when you get out and dry off, your body compensates and tries to jack up the heat, which makes you more alert and ready for the day. So I think that's, I thought that was pretty cool how that works. Yeah. I'd also like to add, uh, you can simulate uh, the same thing with a hot bath. So a hot bath or a hot shower before you go to bed will kind of do a similar thing. Um, another thing is using the sauna um, just helps you be more relaxed. So it's going to help you relieve some some tension that you have, especially chronic tension, um, you know, chronic fatigue issues, muscle fatigue issues. Uh, there's an endorphin, there's an endorphin release from the sauna. Um, so all these feelings are going to lead to a relaxation, which is going to help induce sleep. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, regular sauna users can attest to this because it does feel, you know, I almost feel kind of now when I don't do it, that I'm missing out. Like I like sitting in there because when you get out, it's almost like a, a clean slate. Like you feel just so much more relaxed after. Um, so yeah, definitely just, just the relaxation is going to help induce deeper sleep. Yeah. It's awesome. I think, like you said, helps release muscle tension and I think anxiety to a point. And then obviously that endorphin release endorphins basically meaning like feel good hormones. So obviously going to be good for relaxing and going to sleep. So, and then the third big one that I wanted to talk about was the exercise recovery benefits. So kind of going along with um, the sleep, relaxing muscles and muscle tension uh, can help with increased blood flow. You know, if you have something that's really tight, like a muscle that's tight and knotted up, blood flow can't really get through that area as effectively as it should. And that's what's going to help um, simulate recovery. So if you can loosen up those muscles, have them relax a little bit, you know, going back to the increased blood flow, that's going to help your body recover more and um, have more fresh like blood cells go to that area. And another thing that I thought was interesting was heat exposure can help increase insulin sensitivity, um, which is important for obviously just for like metabolic health, because if you're like insulin resistant, that probably means you're either type one or type two diabetic, which obviously isn't good. And I mean, when you're after you work out, it's actually, you know, rarely will you talk where you hear people talking about spiking blood sugar or like spiking insulin as a good thing but like right after you work out spiking your insulin or your blood sugar is probably it's probably the best time to do it because it's gonna really going to help like kickstart that recovery process and muscle protein synthesis so if you can make yourself a little bit more sensitive um, that can only help you and then it, another way that it helps improve the recovery time is by blunting the inflammatory effects so obviously when you're working out whether it's lifting weights running really anything you're going to get some inflammation because 
you're tearing down your muscles on a micro yeah. level. Um, you're putting the ground and pound on your body. So if you can help regulate, and this is the same thing with like taking an ice bath too, it blunts that inflammation. Now to an extent, inflammation is good. I mean, it's a natural process that your body uh, performs, whether, you know, same thing, like if you get a scrape on your knee, you're going to get inflammation in that area and your body, that's just natural. So a little bit of inflammation is good, but if you're trying to train, like you're training hard, you're training, you know, four or five, six days a week, really hard. It's good to maybe blunt some of that inflammation to an extent. So that's, those are the main exercise recovery benefits that I had. Yeah. So to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, to expand on the recovery stuff, there's, there's actually a lot of different, uh, recovery aspects of the sauna but one of the interesting ones that i found was actually an increase in growth hormone so growth hormone is going to help um you re repair your uh, muscles after a workout um so this uh note that i had down here was two 20 minute sauna sessions elevated growth hormone levels by twofold over baseline two 15 minute sauna sessions at even warmer temperatures resulted in a five-fold increase and then this one's a little less practical, I think, but two one-hour sessions for seven days increased growth hormone by 16-fold. So obviously that's the extreme end of it, but it show it goes to show that that's going to be heavily influenced by that. Um, there's also some, in terms of recovery, there's, excuse me, there's also some uh, arthritic and muscular pain relief. So we talked about... Um, releasing tension from the muscles, but also, uh, it's going to be really super good for, um, that anti-inflammatory response, which is going to, um, kind of help your body stay, um, I guess almost to a, to a certain extent, uh, flexible enough and not, uh, super tight, if that makes sense. Um, and then finally, just one last thing with the, uh, recovery benefit um one of the things that i thought was interesting was uh the if you if you are kind of in, interested in the cardiovascular side of things there's a huge uh field of research coming out that sauna can influence your cardiovascular performance so um one of the interesting things is when the temperature of the sauna heats up your skin heats up and your core body temperature rises. So then in response to this, your blood vessels near your skin are going to dilate. Um, and this causes an increase in cardiac output because you're able to, cardiac output is essentially how much blood you can push out, how efficiently you can push it out. Um, and with regular sauna use, you're basically training your heart muscle to improve its cardiac output. Um, so it's the stroke volume, uh, is improving with, uh, regular sauna use. So this can lead to increased performances in, in, uh, you know, the cardio side of things, which I thought was, was super interesting. Um, anything to expand on that French? Um, just going back briefly to the growth hormone aspect. And I, I know another thing that um deep sleep is another thing that helps like you know growth hormone is naturally secreted in deep sleep so kind of a twofold effect there 
sauna increases increases growth hormone, but it also helps induce deeper sleep, and deeper sleep helps release more growth hormone. So it's kind of kind of cool how it's all connected there, and how it's going to give you that twofold benefit. So yeah, um, so there's a lot of other. I, did you have any other points that you wanted to touch on, French? Those were my main three points. <laughs> I did. I saw. You know, just thinking about Joe Rogan, you know, obviously I had to think of the the heat shock proteins as um, I didn't really look into those too much, but I, it looked like there may be some research, not super definitive that the heat shock proteins, obviously they're going to help with like, um, I believe like oxidative stress was one of the main ones and then potentially helping with muscle growth. Cause I know like a, a skin, healthy skin was one of the other benefits, obviously, just cause you kind of like you know, I hate the word detoxify because I never know, like, whenever I think of detoxify, I think of the the BS, like, juice cleanse diets. Yeah. yeah. But, like, in an actual sense, like, um, you know, your body, like, obviously your body, like, sweats out stuff, water, or any other, like, bad stuff that it doesn't need. So, there's Metals, a cleansing. Toxins. Yeah. So, there is yeah. a cleansing uh, benefit to that, obviously, for your skin, too. I mean, um, God, I'm trying to think of like what people, uh, people talk about like the meat sweats or like the beer sweats, like yeah. the next day and like how you can, how it actually smells like really disgusting. So maybe that's a practical tip, like after the 4th of July or something, sit in the sauna to detoxify and not feel disgusting. But, yeah. um, yeah, that was another one. Healthy skin. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so Unless you have any other <clears throat> French, I was just going to give a kind of a summary here. Um, so one of my favorite uh, proponents of the sauna is Dr. Rhonda Patrick. So she's one of the first people to really put me on to all of these crazy benefits that the sauna has. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she wrote an article um, not too long ago in August, I think. Uh, titled 73 sauna benefits and these are all research-backed benefits some of them are more heavily researched they have a lot of literature behind it some of them not so much um, so keep that in mind but the majority of them uh, have a decent amount of research behind them and that just goes to show that there's a ton of crazy benefits for this and to to kind of summarize it this one stat just blows my mind so Using the sauna two to three times per week was associated with 24% lower all-cause mortality and four to seven times per week decreased all-cause mortality by 40%. So all-cause mortality, that's essentially any cause of death non-related to like an accident. So natural forms of, of, uh, of death. So you know, typically, you know, a common one is like heart disease is a, is a huge one. Um, just to use that as an example, the sauna is going to help with, with that heart health and longevity. So there's, there's so many, so many benefits. Um, but in a nutshell, what you basically need to know is it's extremely good for you. Um, and I just think on top of all of these benefits, another one that I wanted to briefly mention too was just the mental uh, fortitude aspect of it. So there is, you know, a little bit of mental toughness required to sit in the sauna 
at a higher temperature. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because I think those higher temperatures is really where you're going to reap a lot of those benefits. So I think you can kind of knock out two birds with one stone because you're building mental toughness by having to sit in that sauna. Those last five minutes of a 20 minute session suck. I mean, I've been doing minimum 15 minutes every time I go in there. And a lot of times I'll try to do 20 minutes and I notice those last five minutes suck. Um, so you're building that mental toughness, which is obviously going to be super important for so many other things in your life. Um, but on top of that, you have all of these health benefits associated with the sauna. So I think it's a good thing to start incorporating if you have access to it. The great thing about it too, is that you just have to sit in there. So you don't have to do anything else. You can do, you know, like yoga flows or body weight workouts or um, stretching in there, which is great too. But it's, it's really nice because I think for me, especially like, especially in like the winter, but like even, even in the summer, like I'm not sweating like a ridiculous amount during my workout because I'm not doing a lot of, I don't do a, a ton of cardio training or, you know, all out intensity training. So it feels good to sweat and I don't have to be moving to do that. Like I, I can just sit in that sauna and, you know, it's an easy way to, to reap those benefits, um, without having to, you know, it doesn't require much physical activity out of you. Um, you can also use it as time to do breath work. So I've been, I've been focusing on doing breath work when I'm in there. I listen to, so I'll do breath work. I listen to pod, uh, like a podcast when I'm in there. Um, and then if I'm not listening to a podcast or sometimes I'll do music, usually it's just a podcast. I will, you just use the time to think and kind of relax. Like I think is one of the best benefits out of it. Um, so I think it's got so many different benefits, um, but all around, I'm just, I just couldn't be a bigger proponent of it. I really just think it's, it's super, super important, um, for our longevity. Um, uh, and you know, there's certain, I think, I think some people think that, um, like it might be better for muscle or fat loss or muscle gain or certain things like that. I just think it's good for your overall health. Um, and I think no matter what your goal is, I think you're going to benefit from including it in your, in your regimen consistently. So that's kind of my, my summarizing thoughts on it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. When I sit in there, I just either like to sit and zone out or like listen to a podcast or something. Um, yeah. So I, I'd assume all the people that have access to a sauna are very excited now and all the people that don't are probably a little pissed off. So, I mean, it. if I didn't have an access to one, I mean, obviously there people are getting them in their houses, I think more often, especially like, and there's different types. There's like the infrared sauna is the one you hear like is getting a lot more popular now. There's obviously the one, I don't even know what you call the one with the rocks. Is that a has that a dry sauna or a steam sauna? That might be a steam um, sauna. Well, I, think, I don't know. The yeah, one with I the think, rocks is the one that I have. That's the I one that Iowa Strength is, and that's yeah. the one that at Simpson here is is the one with the rocks where you pour water over it. But I think they're all 
no, none of them, none of them are bad for you. Um, yeah. And then there's, I'd be interested to know what the difference between those and like, I don't know if you've ever sat in one, but like, have you ever been in like a, a steam room? I, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I've never been in a steam room, but I think the only issue there is that's like, it's of like, the, a, yeah, it's like of, wet heat instead of yeah. dry heat. So it's a little yeah, bit different. Well, well, and because of the water in the air, it makes it a lot harder to breathe. And a lot of times people can't get them as hot because right. it's harder to breathe. So you won't reach as many of those benefits as you would an infrared sauna, which like you said, is becoming increasingly more popular because you're not going to be able to get the temperature as high. So they're both good. It's just, I think people are kind of saying that the hotter, the better in a sense. Yeah, I don't, I've sat in a um, steam room a few times. They're nice. I mean, I don't know. They feel, they feel good. They're still like warm, but yeah, I do notice it's like, um, plus all the steams in there. It's like, it's kind of weird. Cause like you can't really see either. Can't really yeah. see or breathe, but it is, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I've heard, I know who's that one guy. Is it like Laird Hamilton that gets it up to like, 300 degrees or not like that but like 220 or something dumb and stays in there for 30 minutes i think yeah i know the one i was drinking goes to like 190 that's that's pretty hot i know like above 180 is like pretty hot i'm not sure the one at simpson just i don't think it has a it just it's on the max setting and it's on all the time so it's i don't think it's quite it gets quite as hot as the one at iowa strength but i usually just stay in there for a little bit longer and kind of get the same effect but yeah yeah it seems like i don't want to say as much as you can handle because you don't want to like um pass out or anything like that i think that's another good thing is like don't try to start out with like a 20 or 30 minute session maybe do like five or ten yeah and bring bring a water bottle in there and you know set a timer so yeah may not want to bring your i don't know sometimes i've been in there for long enough and my phone says like it's about to like overheat so sometimes i set it like on the floor because it's a little bit cooler on the floor but yeah so be cautious you don't want to pass out in the sauna and then wake up freaking roasted i don't well you wouldn't be like sunburned but you you don't you still want to you don't want to come into that situation yeah if you do we are not liable for that. Yeah, this is not <laughs> medical advice. Yeah, we're not liable for anything. That's right. But yeah, that's mainly the the benefits of the sauna. Like I said, there's a laundry list of other benefits that you can you can dig up, and there's some actually really interesting new research coming out about it. I think especially about the brain. Um. So you know, uh, Andrew Huberman. <clears throat> excuse me, can't talk today. Andrew Huberman. Uh is is super interested in that side of things especially um kind of the brain's response to it so he's been putting out some interesting stuff about it i know he's a big proponent um and yeah there's there's tons of benefits these are just some of them like we said we're huge proponents and hopefully you learn something here and hopefully you start incorporating sauna use into your into your exercise schedule 100 percent. awesome Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on our next episode. Peace.